So this morning, Governor Larry Hogan approached the microphone with a pretty stern message for those in Maryland. He said it's time to stay home. He noted the crowds at the cherry blossoms over the weekend and told people it's time to really start taking this pandemic seriously. I'm Heather Mangilio, and this it's is time to really start taking this pandemic Monday, seriously. There were 288 so. cases in Maryland, and those did not include two new cases that were announced in Frederick County. And those two cases in Frederick County were the first cases of community spread here in Frederick. Now, what community spread is, is basically that the health department does not know how these two people contracted COVID-19. So there's three kind of ways to get this. The first is you traveled abroad to an area like Italy or China or South Korea or another place that had a lot of cases. So if you went to New York and came back, it would be considered travel abroad. The other one is person to person or known exposure. If someone you know has COVID-19 and you are with them and now you have COVID-19, you probably got it from that person. And through contact tracing, they can figure out, I got it from so-and-so who got it from so-and-so. And that is the second way. But the third way is the one that is a little bit more important, and that is community spread. And that basically means one person has it, and they have not been exposed from another contact, and they have not traveled abroad. So how they got that disease is unknown. So right now, we have two cases of that, which means two people do not know how they contracted COVID-19. It could have been from another person who is asymptomatic, or a person who has it and was not tested, or a person who just doesn't know that they have it at all. It could have been that they picked it up from a surface because we don't know how long these things can last on surfaces, which is why everyone is talking about hand washing and making sure you wash your hands after touching anything because you don't want to touch your face and pick up a disease from a, uh, a surface. And there's a lot of information out there, a lot of new studies trying to figure out can this disease last on surfaces. It has been suggested that it can last on some surfaces for several hours. So that could have been a situation. But basically, we now have these two cases. And once you have a case or two of community spread, you're probably going to have more. And that's kind of the situation we're here as of 6 p.m. on Monday in Frederick County. The other thing that we're facing in Frederick County is Frederick Health Hospital started doing drive-through testing last week. You basically, if you got to your doctor's office, you know, by calling them, said you had symptoms and said, I think I might have COVID-19, you would go to this drive-through testing where they would then figure out, do you qualify for testing? Do you have symptoms? Do you have a doctor's referral? Do you have a comorbidity like you're in one of the vulnerable age groups or you have an underlying medical condition? You traveled abroad or you had known exposure. And then they swabbed and then they sent the swab to first to the hospital to be tested for to the two types of flu, flu, influenza A and influenza B. And then another thing called RSV, which is another respiratory virus you hear a lot with babies getting it and if those three tests came back negative they then sent your test results uh, or sorry your test sample to quest diagnostics which would test it for COVID-19 but the problem is with these tests because they were testing them at the hospital and then had to send it to quest it took about three to five days for these uh, results to come back so we're looking at the results from the first rounds of drive-through testing which started last Wednesday so Wednesday and Thursday samples should be starting to come back with results of whether these people actually do have COVID-19. We are likely about to see numbers of cases in Frederick County rise. Right now we have four, but Frederick Health Hospital had offered drive-through testing the past week, starting last Wednesday. 
but it takes about three to five days for those results to come back because first they're going to test you for two strains of flu, influenza A and influenza B, as well as another respiratory virus called RSV. You mostly hear about that one with newborn babies. It's very dangerous for them. If you're negative for all three of those, they then send your sample to Quest Diagnostics, which is going to test you for COVID-19. So some of those cases were probably test positive for flu or RSV, but the other ones are now going to come back with results of whether they do have COVID-19 or not. But because it takes three to five days, those test samples from Wednesday are now going to start coming in. So what we might see is a jump from four cases to 15 or four cases to 10 or however many positive cases that we start getting. But that's the first spike that we might see here in Frederick County. And it's got a qualifier around it, which is we started offering more tests. And so therefore, we are able to find more positives in this population, especially in a population where we hear that there's going to be a lot of cases of mild COVID-19 or asymptomatic COVID-19. And even when I was talking to Dr. Barbara Brookmeyer, the Frederick County Health Officer, about COVID-19 and this expected spike that we were likely going to see, she mentioned more tests, more people showing symptoms, or have more previous um, connections to cases the more likely we are to see an increase in cases. So, but I want to go back to the two cases that I mentioned, those community spread cases and what that means here for Frederick County. And unfortunately, the first thing that I asked Dr. Robert Brookmeyer was, what, what does this mean for our community? And what does this mean for the risk? And her response was, it was only a matter of time. We were likely going to see this, and so now we finally have. And to be fair, Frederick County has seen this a little bit later than some of the other counties. Um, I believe PG County had its first case of community transmission not too long after the first case was announced on March 5th. So while that doesn't seem like that long, we have extended it a little bit longer here in Frederick County. And of course, while I'd like to offer more advice, and while I think Dr. Brookfire would also offer more advice, basically right now the advice is still the same. You want to wash your hands. You want to practice social distancing. um, Cover your cough and sneeze. And as the governor has been repeatedly saying, stay home. Do not gather in large groups of more than 10 people. And this staying at home, you've heard it a bunch. You've heard it here. You've heard it in our articles. You've heard it from the governor. And that's all about flattening the curve, which is another kind of confusing concept at first, I believe, which is that when you talk about flattening the curve, and Dr. Brookmeyer has mentioned this to the Frederick News Post and in other places that she's talked, it doesn't necessarily mean we're getting rid of cases. You have to imagine that we're going to have the same number of cases, but instead you could have the cases jump up rapidly and spike. Or you can have cases that are pushed down so that they're under how much the healthcare system or how much our hospital here, Frederick Health Hospital, can handle. And because you're pushing it down, you're actually extending it longer. So we might see this happen longer. We don't know when our peak is going to happen here in Frederick County, um, is what Dr. Brookmeyer said. But this curve... If you flatten it, the same amount of people might still get ill, but instead of having a bunch of deaths because the healthcare system can't handle all the cases and they have to make horrendous choices like that you're seeing in Italy where they're saying people over 80, we can't help you. If you push that curve down, then you can handle those cases. As you get more severe cases, the hospital has the beds, they have the ventilators, they have the staff needed. So the governor's executive order, the non-essential businesses have to close. That is to try to continue that social distancing and flatten the curve efforts that we're seeing here in Maryland and across the nation. Now, non-essential is a little confusing, and there is a pretty 
um, hefty list of what businesses are considered essential. Um, for example, here at the News Post, uh, media is technically considered essential. So um, while we are practicing social distancing and trying to work from home as much as possible, technically we are still allowed to operate. But what are not non-essential businesses are a little confusing. And so I know that we will be having articles in the News Post trying to um, explain a little bit more about what this actually means for everyone. But it's just one step further. And I think that is what um, Governor Hogan even mentioned today in his press release, uh, press conference. It's one step further because people are not practicing social distancing. So now he is putting in more measures to try to prevent more cases. And if you're wondering, is your business closed? Is your place at work closed? You can look at the articles um, that we will link to in our show notes, as well as the governor's list of exempted offices and uh, services. It's a pretty hefty list. So you can try to figure out if your business is part of that. And you can also read the FrederickNewsPost.com. Um, our reporter, Steve Bonell, who you might hear on the In Session podcast, he will be going out and trying to figure out if businesses like gun shops are still open and allowed to operate. And continue to check Frederick Uncut as we try to talk with various businesses and people in Frederick County about how COVID-19 and the governor's executive orders that he has passed so far are affecting their lives. Things are changing very quickly in terms of news with COVID-19. As we mentioned, there are 288 cases as of Monday at 6 p.m. You're going to want to check this feed as we'll probably be publishing more often than usual as we try to keep you updated and informed. Frederick and Cut is produced by me, Heather Mangilio, and edited by Graham Cullen. We'll see you soon.